Welcome to the Post Up. This is your new weekly NBA show from the Gold Boy Sports Network, where three friends are going to cover everything from the association. Quick introductions before we get into a packed show here. We're going to talk about the Eastern and Western Conference playoffs going on. Mike Budenholzer has been fired. Dylan Brooks, possibly, hopefully a 76er here soon. Just kidding. Probably going to be a Piston. Let's get some introductions, though. First off, main man at Ryan Props on Twitter, Ryan Dolan, currently upset at me because I told us that we were going to start at 8.15. We are starting at 9.15, a whole hour after I said we would start. That's on me. I'll be better. Dolan, what's up, dude? Oh, man. Just excited to get going, man. Let's let's, uh, let's rock and roll. We got some good playoffs to talk about. Actually, the tip off of the Lakers and Golden State game is like happening concurrently as we're talking like this moment so um well i guess we can kind of even hint it well now we don't need to we don't really need to talk about the game because you guys will be watching it so uh, i guess you don't need to really hear too much about that game but uh overall just excited to review the playoffs this postseason has been really really good in my opinion uh so uh, i'm always excited to come on here and let's talk about it so much better than last year right way better than last year Way, way better than last year. Third man booth, three man booth here, the third man, most important person here. Uh, Happy birthday, Demi, celebrated her birthday last weekend. Uh, He is living a bachelor life right now because his daughter and his wife have left him after their first birthday. His name (laughs) is Dylan Bond. You can find him on Twitter at DillBond00. I'm not kidding. His wife and his daughter are not there. He is living a bachelor lifestyle. Dylan, how's the house by yourself with the two dogs? Um, I was going to say quiet, but then you mentioned the two dogs, but no, it's good. I miss, miss my fam, but, uh, you know, they're out living their best life. Well, daddy, daddy holds down the fort. There you go. Attaboy. <laughs> That's right. How's everybody doing? Let's talk basketball. I'm doing solid. My name is Michael Willis at carefree Willis on Twitter. I am absolutely loving this playoffs right here. We've had uh, some pretty electric series. Let's start with uh battle of the pod. 76ers and Celtics tied up at 1-1. Dolan, I'm going to start with you. How are you feeling about this series as a whole, man? And game one, no Embiid. Game two had Embiid, but you guys lost. Bit weird. Bit weird. Joel Embiid officially MVP of the league, but you guys lose after he gets that title. I mean, what's up with that, dude? Um, a lot to unpack here. So to steal one in Boston is massive. To take game one is was really, really cool. To see Embiid play in game two, I kind of took that as uh participation trophy like uh happiness. Like because I thought he looked pretty healthy. I mean, he was, I mean, especially in the first half defensively, he looked really good. He looked like he was cutting fairly comfortably, moving comfortably, which was my main takeaway of the game. They got fucking slaughtered by the Celtics. But um walking out of Boston 1-1, I'm I'm pretty pleased. I'm not mad at that. The way Joel and play, uh, I'm sorry. The way Joel Embiid played, I mean, he didn't really play that great, I guess. But I was happy to see, you know, he moved well, um, and you know, he he looked healthy enough to be out there, which was a huge question mark for me. I didn't know if we were really rushing him back. 
it didn't necessarily look like we did, but he also was kind of, uh, you know, he, he played fairly timid. So I don't know that remains to be seen, but, um, what I thought was kind of interesting is in game one, Harden kind of, he played the hero ball, dropped 45. It seemed like he was really tempted in game two to try to do the same thing in that game. He didn't really seem to want to settle back in his past first, like 11 assist point guard role. Like he finished with four assists, which we can't win. Uh, if Joel is on the floor and James Harden's getting four assists, we can't win that way. So we need Harden. Um, you know, he only shot 14 times. So that was also in fairly limited minutes because the fourth quarter was irrelevant because of the score. But um, I thought it was interesting to see Harden. It seemed like he wanted to take that game over yet again, rather than kind of settle into what got us here, which is, you know, I'm not pointing fingers or anything like that. Uh, I, I can't say I blame him after a 45 point effort that, that led them to victory, but um, I do expect slash hope game three, we see Harden settle back into the, the Harden that we just watched for the 82 game regular season, the the past first version, the, you know, the pick and roll guy um, that will occasionally try to look for a shot uh, second to trying to get open teammates first, if that makes any sense. But, um, you know, congrats to Joel Embiid uh, for winning MVP. I remember watching the draft when we took him. I knew he was injured at the time. I remember getting the news that he was going to miss his second full season in a row. Um, and there was just questions swirling and swirling and swirling of whether we'd ever see this man on the floor. So to see him on the floor, see how good he was in his rookie year and see how much he's improved since then um, has just been very, very fun to watch. So um, it was well-deserved and uh, you know, I'm sure all the Philly fans listening are, are super excited about this one as they should be. As a as a neutral, I mean, you, you hit that you know spot on. I know. I, I think that sometimes we probably agree too much on this show, but and it, we'll start disagreeing. The more you listen in, the more you'll start hearing us disagree. The more you hear our our uh, personalities come out. But I think you hit it on the like, spot on there that we didn't see this guy for a couple of years, and to finally see all of that come together as an MVP, good on him. Honestly, I don't. I hate the 76ers. Hate <laughs> hate hate Dolan that he's a 76er fan, yep. but good on him. Uh, for coming out of this whole thing and and becoming the MVP and and should be, not maybe not should be, but could make the argument that he could have three of these by now. Um, good on him. A lot of respect to Joel Embiid. Pretty good series so far. Dylan, the resident Celtics fan, how you feeling about? Uh, I mean, he lost game one. We talk about it all the time that Boston will give you one. You you did you did text Dolan and I that but right before game one when it was announced that Embiid would be out that this is a trap game for the Celtics and they were going to lose. Uh, how you feeling so far in this series? And uh, were you pissed off that they actually did lose game one? I mean, I was bummed out they lost. It was a it was a close game. I wasn't mad at Harden scoring forty five. I wasn't mad at. I mean, I, when he hit that three in Horford's face, I thought that was great defense by Al Horford. Uh, it's a tough shot. I was just mad at. Overall defense was kind of embarrassing and turnovers like 16 turnovers is absurd. Um, and then like I said, I, I thought they were going to lose in the first time in this postseason that the Celtics have been able to bounce back and they bounced back. Well, um, their turnovers went way down. I don't remember the six final turnovers. number. Say again, six turnovers, six turnovers. I remember uh, in the third quarter, they said they only had two turnovers, but uh, I don't know what happened when garbage time. Um, but yeah, so just like, making massive adjustments there, making the big adjustments. I think that almost like uh, the Celtics, the way the Celtics play defense while guarding Embiid with Embiid on the floor is very familiar to them. And I think 
when Embiid wasn't on there guarding the Sixers, it was not familiar. So I think, like I mentioned before, Joe Mantula and adjustments, I think that was one of the reasons why. And then you put Embiid back in the mix. And I mean, the, I mean, the Celtics had everything for Embiid. Um, honestly, they, their defense was really good. The first time they played good defense this postseason, hmm. or like a full game of good defense this postseason. And I mean, I'm not, it's just one game, just like game one or just one game. It's hard to read into it. Um, but if they, if their defense can, this is my problem with Joe Missoula. He's such an offensive minded coach, but their team, their starting lineup, I mean, not starting lineup, but their team is very similar to what was last year and they were the number one defense in the league. So it's like for Joe Missoula, his defense, he kind of just brushes it off, but they have elite defense and they, and he always talks about the offense and he always talks about how he wants to shoot, shoot more threes. It's like hammering the threes. Um, but they, yeah. But one thing he said in his, um, uh, he had a quote was he mentioned after the game, he said it wasn't, he wasn't necessarily we shot so many threes. It was like we were shooting the threes that we wanted. And I think that makes a big difference in finally saying something like that rather than you just seem like jacking up threes is what you want. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it looked good. Grant Williams had some good minutes. Um, I think he shot four for eight from three, something like that. I think he had four threes. Um, I think there was a Derek White got back in the mix. That was good. But it was a, it was a good game. Brogdon. Game, game one. Brogdon played really well. Brogdon's been playing yeah, well. Brogdon's been series. awesome. He's been great. Terrific. Um, I do. I have a good – I feel good going into Philly. I, I've i been hearing this so much this postseason in general with people or just always people talking about home court advantage. And I'm at the point now, it doesn't matter. I could care less if you could have home court advantage because how often do the two home team wins, the two home – that never happens. Like, the Kings were the best home team in the league, and they just lost Game 7 to Golden State. You know, so it's I just, like, I honestly could, like, it was this big thing towards the end of the season when the Celtics lost the number one overall seed to Milwaukee. It was just like, who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just, like, it play does, better it basketball. Doesn't. I see what I, you're getting I, at. I honestly could care less about it. Like, I, it does not matter to me. Like you said, the like, the odds are the Celtics will take at least one in Philly. So then yeah. it, the, it's flipped again. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It it almost never happens where like just look Miami Heat beat the Knicks game one in New York, you know Celtics beat one uh, game one. I mean Sixers beat game one in Boston. So it's like it, Lakers beat Golden State. It's like it doesn't matter. Home court official doesn't matter. You heard it here first. NBA change the rules. I think at this point you got so many good teams playing. Like that's I get what you're saying there. On I, I think my most impressive thing. I think Brogdon's been so good. Quick question. This isn't going to this or that series or anything like that. But quick question. Would you rather have Brogdon or I think Tyus Jones is the best backup point guard in the league. But Brogdon is so damn good. Would you rather have Tyus Jones or Malcolm Brogdon Dolan? Depends mm. on the role. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. I mean Brogdon's a better player. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's pretty clear. Um, yeah, I, I think the the only way I could really break this down is it depends on the role. Uh, I think in most situations I would take Brogdon because he's yeah I, I don't want to say he's third string point guard because they start white at, at shooting guard, but um, you know he plays behind two point guards in a sense, and he's still uh, in tw- you know in his twenty seven twenty eight minutes able to make such a, a big impact. I mean he's a starting caliber player, no questions asked. That was just willing to make the sacrifice and come off the bench of a really good team. So um, I, I definitely think he's the superior player over Tyus, but massive, massive respect to Tyus. He's one of the few Grizzlies sure. that I, I actually like. He's a Grizzly and a Dookie, and I like this guy. So that's basically <laughs> a miracle. He's overcome two of the greatest obstacles uh, for my fandom uh, known to man. So uh, I, I like Tyus. I think he 
does an incredible uh, job of playing to his role and uh, uh, b- big respect to him. But I think Brogdon's a fairly easy answer here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this wasn't this wasn't good. Dylan, I know you're going to pick Brogdon and all that. This wasn't like uh, yeah, you know, let's go off a tangent or anything. I just was. Uh, yeah, fuck off, Dylan. The uh, I, I I I when I was watching this, this series, and not, it's not just this series, but when you're watching Brogdon play, you're like, God, man, this guy is the best backup point guard in the league. But you watch Tyus Jones. I love I'm a big, 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 big fan of Tyus Jones there. But uh, yeah, Dylan, you still confident? Go ahead, Dylan. Let me I didn't, I didn't touch on Joel MVP. Um undeserved he sucks no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> in all honesty i think uh well-deserved mvp my only like, issue with that did you guys see the final voting yeah it was pretty easy yeah. i guess you could say yeah and that and that's my like this debate has been going on for three months it's been a pretty like intense debate people have opinions and mb ran away with it and it's like i agree i you could have given it to any of them and i would agree that they won it but it's like he won by a landslide, which I find kind of weird. Did you see? I don't obviously it's all um, anonymous. There was someone who didn't even have Jokic in the top five. Yeah, I don't really. I don't. I, I got to be honest. I don't. I don't really put much stock in. I see why you would. I don't put much stock into that because I feel like if I was in that situation, I knew everybody else was going to vote on one person. But I felt like, hey, this person, this other player, should be getting some love here. If I knew they were going to win, I would just put my name down and just be like, yeah, this person should get some some votes as well. That's probably a bitch way to do things, but that's, that's the way that I would definitely do it. I don't put much stock into I don't I don't think that person was like you know, to hell with Jokic. They we're not going to we're not putting him in at all. I don't think that was the way it went. I, I, I think a, that's exactly how it went. You think so, really? <laughs> I think so. That's awesome. If that person's out there, that's awesome. Yeah, we gotta honestly. we gotta find out who it was and what Need. team they write for because I'm sure it's a writer of some specific <laughs> team that hates the Nuggets. Absolutely. That is I just awesome. want to know how do you get to be a voter because I want to vote. Put me that's, in there. I vote I for me, but I'd be a deserving. So I think you have to be like some kind of established writer. Which what are you trying to say? None of us are, unfortunately, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> established podcasters and established fans yeah i guess so but not uh not official writers we'll get there one day though we're working yeah, on I'm working on that working yeah dolan is working on it. we are actually legit working on it but uh and it's been a fun series we we all knew this would be a good series i feel like uh dylan you still confident celtics yeah, now? yeah i i said it's it's hard to say but i the way it to me and b did not look that good it's i think physically he looked fine but he just looked like uh rusty more or less he'll get back and in, back into it but <laughs> and he landed on marcus smart and got called for a foul that was crazy dude i didn't know what to think about that i, <laughs> that I don't so really funny. hate the foul but also what the fuck yeah, I, and then he fell over when grant williams touched his butt like barely like i you're i already texted how you feel how i feel about that do your thing get your calls do what you gotta do to get them if NBA is going to cater to it, and do you? That's my that opinion. he will. That he will. Now at this point, no, I, I'm kind of sick of the the flopping myself, especially with this dumbass getting injured all the time. So please <laughs> just stay upright for a game or two, Joel, while you're figuring out this knee thing. Dolan, you you nervous about this whole knee thing? You nervous that this is possibly a? Uh, if you guys don't know, in Dolan's previous life, he was a r- renowned physical therapist 
uh, on all of the trips. Assistant. It's, <laughs> that's right. So, I mean, the the amount of times that somebody will get hurt in a this is actually legit. This is no banter. The amount of times an an a athlete will get hurt, and Dylan and I will rush to the group text with Nate. Shout out Nate and Dolan on it to ask, "Hey, how long is this guy going to be out for?" Is hilarious. But how do you feel with you know Embiid's injury? Are you uh, he should be out six to eight weeks. I mean, that is yeah. I he said thinking. it himself. Yeah, I was thinking at least four to six, best case scenario. Like I said, he looked, Dylan kind of touched on it too. Like he, he looked, he was making cuts without pain, or maybe at least it didn't look like he was in pain, but like, you know, he had 15 points on nine shots. So like, he obviously, he wasn't healthy enough to take on the role we're going to need from him. So that does scare me a little bit. But it was nice to see him get out there, and he moved well, I guess is my biggest takeaway. We'll see. I'm, I'm basically completely horrified of the rest of the series because I just don't know what I can expect out of Joel. I'm not sure he's going to be able to handle that 37% usage role that we have needed from him to get this far. Um, and maybe we'll have guys step up and pull that, you know, uh, give him some help. Uh, you know, all hands together, please, Lord, have that be the case. But I was pleased with the way he moved. I was worried about the way he performed if that makes any sense no i get it i get interesting series coming up going to be very exciting i think this this has as a neutral uh this has a lot of potential to go bet uh, the better part of game six game seven there gonna be a lot of fun watching this one we move on though let's go about the other game in the east miami heat versus new york knicks why is rj barrett having the greatest series of his life right here i've loved watching this guy play do you really <laughs> i hate watching this guy play Not Another really. Dookie. I, i'm surprised that i'm surprised at how well he's doing to be honest with you I, go ahead i'll tip my cap man this guy i mean he's shooting really efficiently he still can't make free throws but um he's hitting his threes of 43 percent this series after shooting 25 percent the prior series averaging 25 at the 26 and the 24 point game so blown away really miami has struggled to guard small forwards a lot of the season so I guess it, it does come at somewhat of a surprise, but also, you know, he he was the one with the matchup and he is taking advantage of it. I've even been surprised with his uh, facilitating. He's averaging five assists with a seven assist game and a three assist game. So really no complaints. I mean, heavy minutes, heavy volume. That's he's remained efficient. Didn't really see this coming. So shout out to RJ Barrett, man. He's he's stepping he's stepping up and uh, in the last uh, series in the last two games I guess even I could go with the last three games he dropped 19 26 and 21 so um, this is probably the most disappointing season of his career but he may have just resurrected the hell out of himself here yeah you ain't kidding you ain't kidding I think hey. I think Randall being like in and out and not healthy has made a pretty big difference in that too perhaps hands up <laughs> sorry Jalen sorry 25 points and 30 points. Uh, guy is absolutely balling right now. I honestly, I feel like I need to buy this guy's jersey at this point. I, I think that's how we make amends. <laughs> I'm cool. Ro- I'm cool rocking it. I will. I will. I, jersey. I will say this until the Knicks get bounced. I will say it every single week. So if you're not a Knicks fan, you're not a Jalen Brunson fan. I, I, I need you to understand. Dolan and I killed this man on the. It became like a running joke in the offseason that, like, this guy was what a terrible contract this was. And he has absolutely lived up to it. I love Jalen Brunson. Genuine, genuine, genuine. Love Jalen Brunson. We'll be taking his overs because his overs has, has hit both games. Uh, Dylan, 
Jimmy Butler out game two, but in game one, balled out pretty well. I mean, this Heat team is pretty much, I don't want to say reliant on him because the game two was fairly close for a while there, but disappointing without Jimmy, right? Is he out? Do we know? Is he out game three? We don't know. I would be very surprised. I'd be very surprised if he was out, honestly. I can't imagine him not playing. I'm sure he'll play. Um, But who knows? I mean, I think it's really funny how watching the games and just like, uh, just thinking about it and looking at it, you would not think the Miami Heat were an eight seed. It's like they look like a completely different team. And it's kind of absurd. And like just like the fact they were competing with the Knicks without Jimmy Butler. They lost Tyler Hero, clearly their second best player all season. And they haven't missed a step. It's it, I just don't know why. Like, where is this in the regular season? And like this team was the number one seed in the East last year. And then they just decided, I guess Jimmy Butler was like, it doesn't matter until you get to the playoffs. And I'm barely gonna get in. But once I get there, I'm gonna make some noise and what happened i mean it's been a good series i mean the games have been entertaining both of them um for sure i like i said i like watching both these teams i like seeing the knicks depth the knicks are a team that i have not spent a lot of time watching this season unless when they played the celtics um jalen brunson is fun the way he gets a shot honestly i see i kind of he he reminds me a lot of like chris paul except he looks to pass significantly less than chris paul and michael's a big chris paul fan I shot the. I, we gotta stop. Michael that loves shot. Chris Paul and Michael. State Farm. State, Michael <laughs> begs State Farm for a Aaron Rodgers, right, Michael? Yeah, he's a huge A Rod fan as well. What is Bam Adebayo? The third best player on his team. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, a third option, basically, his, a good I mean, defending third option. Good defense. I mean, he's got his. I mean, it almost seems like it's all mental in there because he's got that mid range that can knock down. He's great on defense and when he tries he can freaking snag boards over anybody i mean and he is kind of an undersized five to be fair i mean i remember like six nine yeah i mean i remember last year a lot of people were saying that he would possibly could be better at a um power forward position but especially i mean he looks to pass a lot too but he's a good passer he's a good passer i mean he's good all around coming from the g league but i don't know he has moments where he's great yeah, but shout out Gabe Vincent, the career seven point seven point per game average, and he's Where did dropped he get these three guys? straight. 21. Yeah, yeah, that's the craziest thing about the Heat. He's dropped twenty in three straight games. Granted, these are high volume games, but nonetheless, to do this in the postseason, to step up now is is just crazy. He averaged nine point four this season. You can say similar things about Caleb Martin, who's what? What do you shoot? What what Gabe shoot twenty times? Uh, here I'll pull it up. Game I know he two? has 12 three point attempts in three straight games. Last yeah. game, he had 17 field goal attempts, 21 yeah. points. The game prior, it's 16 field goal attempts, 20 points. Uh, so he, he's getting shots up, no doubt. But, um, you know, he's he's handled it pretty efficiently, especially since a lot so many of them are coming from deep. So I just don't, I don't uh, get how the Heat find these guys. Do you, what was that guy's their point guard a couple years ago? Chris Nunn was his name. Oh, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Laker like, legend Kendrick Dude, Nunn. that guy was a baller. I watched that guy torch the Celtics, and now he's – is he on the sure. Lakers still? He's on the Wizards now. I think he actually go. finished the season uh, semi-productive because they didn't have Beal or Kuz or Poor's play the last, like, six or seven games. So Kendrick got some good run, and uh, he played fairly well in meaningless minutes. So we'll see how that translates in the next season. But uh, I believe he came – I believe he came from Providence and and he went got drafted by Minnesota if I remember correctly. I think I wanted him. I think I wanted him to get drafted by the Pistons at the time because he was an athletic uh, uh, guard. But uh, we move on there. Uh, Julius Randle twenty five and twelve in that game too. I mean, this guy 
Dylan hilariously said it the other week that Julius Randle was one of his favorite players to uh, to watch. The transition in this guy's game since he's come to New York in his second season in New York really has been absolutely unreal. If he stays healthy, it's 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 frowned upon in a way, and it shouldn't be. But Julius Randle is one of the better power forwards in the league. He is a very very good player. And this Knicks team, I don't know what they're going to do against this Heat team. Who knows where they're going to come out in the East, but. I think this Knicks team is one more stud away from being a very, very dangerous squad. Do you remember who remembers what we what we decided on this game? I think I had the Knicks in this series. I had Knicks. Mm. Shit, Michael. By the way, I think you're thinking of Chris Dunn, not Kendrick Nunn, when you said Providence. I am. I absolutely am. I absolutely am. Close. Absolutely close. I could see confusion. I I had Knicks. I know they did. I just I. The thought of an eight seed giving the East Conference Finals just seems absurd. That's why I went Knicks. Dylan had Knicks in seven. I had Heat in six. D- Michael had Knicks in six. Yeah, yeah, solid. Uh, before we move on to the West, you want to talk about Mike Budenholzer getting canned out of Milwaukee? Sure, Dylan, go ahead and lead us off. Yeah, Mike Budenholzer got canned in Milwaukee. All right, let's go into the West. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean it's a. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought it was going to happen before. Like, I didn't think. Up until the Bucks won the championship, because the Bucks were getting like getting bumped in the playoffs, and the same thing happened to Bud when he was in Atlanta. It's great regular season coach, and would get yeah. bumped in the first second round. Granted, he was going against LeBron almost all the time, and that and that is what it is. But it's like that, I mean, his performance in the first round was just shout out Nate atrocious. Yeah, um, it was just it was just it was bad. So I mean deserving i think if you gotta you gotta mix it up here especially in a in a league where all these young coaches are shining now it's like gotta get it and they have like obviously Giannis is still young but drew holiday's getting up there brooke lopez is getting up there in age like you gotta you gotta make some noise now so don't try to do it i mean they easily could win again with bud they've done it before but i mean how much of that is just Giannis carrying them it's just the greek freak yeah really good question yeah very good question uh it kind of seems it seems a little premature, but it also seems warranted because of how poorly I think he coached that series. Um, I'll bring the mood down a little bit. I, I heard that his brother died in a car accident during this series, so yeah, I heard about. That. Um, you know, I'd, I'd hate to, to to harp on on these things. Um, you know, hopefully his family's doing all right. Hopefully, uh, you know, ho- just hopefully the guy's doing all right generally, but. Um, I don't want to harp too much on the guy. It it felt a little premature, but at the same time, when I watched how they lost and like what he was doing to try to combat their deficiencies, um, it does kind of feel warranted because this team is way way too good oh, yeah. to lose it to an eight seed, even even a Miami Heat eight seed in five um, games. In five, yeah, I and mean, it was never even really close. In, you know, in his defense, like it was the Heat who aren't your typical eight seed. They also had so many injury struggles. I would love to know how many games Middleton, Drew Holiday, and uh, Giannis even played together. I don't know the answer off the top of my head, but I'd say it's 30-ish, yeah. if that. Um, yeah. So um, They still went year, on a 19-game winning streak this season. Yeah, like they were yeah. still extremely dominant with people missing. Yeah, they 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 battled with they you know they they dealt with so much and still had the number one seed. Um, you know, still obviously a massive disappointment to lose in the first round. Overall, I'm not too surprised it it felt kind of deserving the way he he handled that series especially you know he made 
you know, you, you can you can get out coached sometimes, but there's just blunders you you like absolutely cannot make. And he made those. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a shame. So uh, a really good coach. Somebody's somebody is gonna get a really good coach this offseason, I'll say it, and Mike Budenholzer. He he was the coach that uh went uh, took Atlanta on that um that streak, correct? Yeah. He was there when Trey lit up the garden, right? I actually I think no, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't. Am I a little too ahead of myself yeah, here? Yeah, you are. Yeah, I was naming Millen. He he was he he was that coach that took Atlanta to number one, right? Oh, he's like Horford, Millsap, Corver, T. When the all starting five made the All Star game, yeah, I believe so. He's that coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I know he's the I know he's a Greg Popovich tree as a as a as a Piston fan. Interesting stuff. Somebody's going to pick up a great uh, a great head coach. He's a good. He's a good coach. As a Piston fan, I was very upset at this firing. Charles Lee is the assistant for the Milwaukee Bucks, and he has been heavily linked to the Detroit Pistons uh, and a lot of head coaching roles. I don't know much about the guy. I, I'll hold my hands up. I don't know much about the assistants throughout the league, but this is one of the guys that apparently the Pistons wanted really bad. Now, if, if you're already in the building, could possibly just get promoted right then and there. So Charles Lee looking like he's going to be a head coach at some point in this offseason. Congrats to him. Some team is absolutely dull and spot on. Some team's going to get a very good head coach, Mike Bultenhoser, who has shown he's a good regular season coach and can actually win in the postseason. You guys want to move over to the West? Yes, sir. Let's talk about Dylan Brooks. Should we be talking about Dylan Brooks? I mean, that is a great question yeah, that I feel dude. like should be uh, – it's like, are we, is the media making too much of a deal over this guy or is this a hundred percent his fault? No, I think we absolutely need to talk about Dylan Brooks because Dylan Brooks, uh, stop talking about Dylan Brooks. It's my favorite thing ever. He, he created this villain role. And then as soon as things went poorly, he hid from it. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't have less respect for this entire situation. Um, I'm not going to hop on a podcast and pray for man's downfall. But but uh, if he doesn't get signed this offseason, I'd probably laugh a little bit. I'd share I'd share I a short that. chuckle. I, I can't see it either. There's got to be somebody that can find God. a role for this guy. But please, uh, maybe I think honestly, I think uh, the best I'm actually I'll make my prediction of where he signs. I'm going to say Cleveland Cavaliers. I think they have a glaring hole at small forward that I think he could fill pretty decently. He's tough defensively like they like. He chokes in the playoffs like the Cavaliers love. So uh, <laughs> he just fits right into me for the Cavs. Sorry, Cavs fans. I'm just messing. But I uh, I do predict that he goes to the Cavs. I I uh, I, I asked that genuinely because I, I do feel like, you know, is Dylan Brooks a big enough name? Is he, you know, as is he productive enough on the floor to be having this much talk about him? 100% his fault. Genuinely think 100% his fault. He did this to himself. But when you really look at, he is a very he's a good defensive player who can get you, I don't know, ten points. I mean, it's it's he's a weird one on the offensive game, but he's a good defensive player. Spot on, man. I him on him on the Cavs would be unreal. Dylan, thoughts on uh, this whole Dylan Brooks situation, and does he play in China next year? No, he'll be in the NBA. Uh, I I think he goes to the Mavs, honestly. But um, I think he. He can play basketball. Like obviously, this he—I mean—he shot twenty-eight percent in the playoffs this year. That is horrible. So bad. But I think no, maybe twenty-three percent. It might be lower than that. But, I got you. Keep talking. I'll, I'll um, and look up this where you're at it. I'm pretty sure he averaged close to twenty last year in the playoffs. So, 
Like, I mean, he's done it. He's obviously not not done well this year. But I mean, I think I mean he's got it. Obviously, I don't think. I mean, he said it himself. He's not a three and D guy. He needs. To, he needs. I mean, he's a star. You know, you want a star. Send him to Shut up. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, in all honesty, like I, I don't want to say I hate this guy, but I'm out here giving this guy mad praise when the rest of the world is hating him, saying I want to get his matching chain because we got the same initials, and. <laughs> He just comes out and says, I can't believe the media is making me look like a villain. Like, dude, embrace it. Embrace that role, man. Like, and and then he gets fined for not going to press conferences when he loses. Like, man, I'm so disappointed. He's making us Dylan's look bad, even though he spells his name wrong. He spells spells his name just like our own Dylan Bond here. Uh, Not true. He spells it wrong. Uh, I, I. I got to be honest. I uh, I was really hoping he would just completely embrace this villain arc that he took. Uh, he did not shy away from that big time. I do hid from it, man. Hid, hid. Uh, I do have a certain sense that, like, when he started talking that shit about LeBron and the Lakers, they turned it on a bit more on him. And I think that definitely plays a part of him shooting, you know, twenty whatever percent from the field. But if you're gonna talk your shit and let your nuts hang, let your nuts hang, son. Don't yeah, be coming man. out here like a bitch afterwards. But uh, I, I have a, I have a bad feeling that the Pistons are gonna pick this guy up. I got a rough feeling that this guy's gonna be a Detroiter next year. Dylan, you done on Dylan Brooks? Uh, no, I got, I got some just good stats. Let me while hear. You guys are talking. I did a little research. So he, he shot thirty-one point two percent for the entirety of this postseason. Two years ago, he played one series. They lost to Utah in the first round. Donovan Mitchell, Utah. Um, this is 2020-21. Guess how many points Dylan Brooks averaged in a five-game series two seasons ago? 6.8. 38. Dylan? 38 What's points. 38, 38 points. points for a five-game series? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he averaged 25.8 points for a five-game series. He didn't Atta score boy. less than 21 in any of these games. This Atta is boy. fucking crazy. Future Piston. He's gonna br- bring Pistons back to life. Yeah. I'm telling you, I got a I got a deep, I got a bad feeling in my stomach that this guy is He's gonna bring it back to Piston bad boys. Bad dude. boys. That's I right. legit, legit. I actually I genuinely think that the Piston uh, let's bring some fucking toughness to this team. And we're gonna pick a guy who shied away from being tough when it really <laughs> matters. I mean, this is this is this is lining up. Everything's going so well for Detroit, you know. Is respectfully it? tanked respectfully tanked yeah, yeah. and now we're going to be picking up dylan brooks and it's going to go downhill we shall see let's talk about a series that's going on right now we're only in game one so this should be very quick we're playing game two right here as we're talking but game one lakers and warriors lakers take the first one i got, i was fairly surprised at this one i i, I didn't think like this would be much of a series i thought golden state would i it's going to be a good series because it's the playoffs and this playoffs have been fucking electric but I was kind of surprised that Golden State, uh, yeah, I had a boy, Dylan. I, I was surprised that Golden State kind of let this one get away from them against the Lakers here. Dylan, what do you think about the uh, to LeBron, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, what did you say there then? Some, something LeBron? Let's go, go LeBron. LeBron. Let's go LeBron. Gotcha. Um, I, hey, you know, my, uh, my wife was telling me the other day how she was mad at me for picking the Warriors in five. And I was like, I don't have anything against LeBron. It's the Lakers. If LeBron played for any other team other than the Sixers and the Lakers, I'd be rooting for him. But... I uh, honestly, I picked the Warriors in five based off the fact that I don't expect much from Anthony Davis, and he proved me completely wrong in game one. My goodness, he balled out. So I think if uh, Anthony Davis plays like that, like he played three years ago, 
um, when they won the championship, I'd say that the Warriors will not win it in five. Uh, LeBron said that Anthony Davis's jersey should be retired in the rafters. I fuck that. I mean, that is the most. Oh, that is foul to me because I don't know that not know. from what we've seen thus far. I this is this is the only reason why I feel like Powell was a great Laker and his jersey retired, and Anthony you Davis is also ta- going to be you, potentially you're taking you're taking the piss. I mean, Anthony Davis has has not been as a Laker. Anthony Davis has not been on Powell's level. No chance, dude. You think so, really? Powell was never the best player on this team. You can argue. Yeah, duh. Duh. Duh, dude. Because he had Kobe on his team. But Powell. This is actually a really interesting debate. We, I almost say we pause this here, spend a week to think about this one, and come back. Because I fine. think this is a very, very interesting debate. Um, Anthony Davis better play. We'll talk about it. That's I'm cool with that. We'll dep- talk about depends it. Depends how he plays. If he plays poorly tonight, I agree with you, Michael. He shouldn't be in there. He plays well tonight. I mean, okay. Not, he does not belong with his with his jersey hung in the lake with all those other stars. You're gonna have Anthony Davis. Yeah, I I think our standards are changing fairly quickly. Um, I, I, saw, I saw Boston fans on Twitter arguing that Marcus Smart should have his jersey retired in the most like. He should greatly historic Absolutely. team in sports other than the Jack to back hustle award winner. It's never <laughs> happened. Let's move on. I was wondering what that would burst onto the scene. So you brought know, it up. I, what do you mean? I, yeah, I think our standards are changing a little bit. I wouldn't have really even considered this, um, but I'm also not that surprised that it's being considered. Um, as far as this series is concerned, uh, coming in, I thought, um, you know, AD was going to be so key in this series. He has a golden matchup. Kevon Looney's pretty solid, but he also, if if Davis catches 18, 20 feet from the basket and then drives, Looney is absolutely cooked. He stands no chance of guarding that. Um, but the thing with AD is, and you can, you can almost tell by his body language, when uh, people ask me, do you like Anthony Davis points tonight, like from a betting standpoint, I always say just live bet it. Watch him for the first five minutes. His body language will tell you. This man can dominate at any time in any game, but it doesn't look like he wants to all the time. And, and you know, perfect enough, uh, you know, he dominated game one. And in game two now, obviously, this could change. There's still eight minutes left in the second quarter, but he's got two points in 13 minutes on one of four shooting uh, when they started Dre at the five and Jermichael Green at the four. So AD is just so spotty. He's just, you never, ever know what version you're going to get from him. Um, and I, I think that's his, I mean, I, I think that's his pretty clear biggest downfall. Uh, he just, he doesn't look that interested sometimes. And I haven't necessarily watched this game, so I'm not going to say he doesn't look interested just uh, from looking at a box score, but. Uh, his body language tells a hell of a story on on the floor pretty much every game. And honestly, uh, it, it seems comparable to Joel Embiid. You see Joel do the same thing a lot when things get, uh, you know, when things get hard, Joel is, is one to hang his head and kind of just lollygag his way through the rest of the game. And I see AD do it all the time. It almost feels like every other game he does that. So uh, I don't know. Interesting. So I think he'll be the key the rest of the series. Uh, the Warriors had six guys knock. I'm sorry, three guys knocked down six threes last game and lost. So interesting. I think Warriors have to be pretty shook after losing game one. Personally, right now Draymond Green is uh, eaten away at uh, Anthony Davis. He's had about three turnovers since. As Dolan was talking there, there was about three chances for a turnover. One exact turnover and three chances for it. Uh, Draymond Green is the actual villain that Jalen Brooks is trying to be. But- yeah. I was really hoping Dylan Brooks was going to like, because Draymond Green's only been in the league a few more years. I thought Dylan Brooks was going to be the, the next. Uh, 
I'm not even kidding. I thought he was. And if he if he had if he had I'm not even trying to be funny right now. If he had just kind of if Dylan Brooks had leaned in to more of that villain role and because I would have felt oh he learned from this one, I would have been more okay. I just got a bad feeling he's gonna be a piston and this guy shies away from being a villain. And I if if, if what he said is legit that he does not want to be a three and D guy and wants a bigger role, do not send him to my team. I don't want to see that at all. I don't want to see Dylan Brooks getting multiple touches again. I will throw a fucking party if this man uh, signs with Detroit this offseason. I think I, I genuinely think I would have to delete your number for at least a week, dude. I, yes, I you would. Yes, I you could, would. Couldn't deal with it. Let's move on to the series that Michael Willis thought that was going to be an absolute blowout. In favor of the Phoenix Suns, could not be more wrong. Looking like I'm about to owe Dylan a steak dinner, which is I can't, I hate that so much. We're gonna get dressed up to the nines and go out for this steak dinner. We'll post a picture on our official Twitter, which you should go follow at the post up boys. Come hang out with us. Denver dogging the absolute not not the second game, but the first game, dogging the absolute shit out of Phoenix right here. I'll say this before I, I bring Dylan to this because he's been on Denver this whole time. If you get Michael Porter Jr.'s points at 15 and a half, take that fucking under every single time. Dylan, go ahead. Why are Denver so fucking good right now? I mean, I just think that, I mean, I've been saying it before, the playoffs just started for him. Like, they were on cruising. And, I, and I've said this a couple times before. They just, like, sh- to me, had so much moments of when the Bucks won in 2021. They just, like, they've gotten so far and got upset so many times, and they just had a different mindset, and I kind of see that same thing. I mean, Jokic has been... Like the first game, he did, played okay, but Murray went off. And then the next game, uh, Phoenix locked down Murray and freaking Jokic scored 39. And they've got like KCP played well the second game. He played poorly the first game. Like they're they're finding like they've got so many people, like random people. Aaron Gordon scored, what, 16 game two, 23 game one, something like that. Like they've got just so many more players that can just flirt with 20 or get 20 points or more and then plus they have two players that can get 40 and the the sun just don't have that and i mean and i think a lot of it is that like i was telling somebody the other day i think the suns are gonna be like ridiculous next season they get a full off season of this team practicing they get they're gonna sign some debt to that bench i know they are and then they're i think they'll be the favorite to win the finals next year but to me you just get like if you could just at a deadline just I guess people have done it before, but just like sell your soul more or less and try to get all these pieces and it work. It doesn't happen that often. Like people like the nuggets have been together for years trying to do this. And then you kind of just throw two really, really good players together and hope it works. And it, it's who says it, it might work still like coming back from two Oh golden state just did it, but nuggets are good, man. Yep. They do. And right now the Suns are technically favored to win game three. And I'm taking that nuggets money line hard. Hmm. When Dylan's as hard, he means four dollars. Oh yeah, hard. <laughs> Probably not even. That's high. That's high. Maybe like two. <laughs> uh, so I was I was a hundred percent on board with Michael here on this on this series. I was all sons. And it's really I'm nice to hear both of you say that I was right. It's nice. Chill out. You ain't you're right. Absolute yet. fucking. Loser. You you're not right about a damn thing yet. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that the lack of depth would obviously come into play and be somewhat of a weakness, but I thought. They'd handle it better if that makes any sense. And uh, honestly, game two might have been one of the worst Durant games I've ever watched because they they made it pretty clear that they I don't know whether it was Durant or Monty or a combination of the whole team, but uh, you know it became clear that they needed to shoot from deep to win. Um, and Durant shooting two of twelve from three was so 
It was so bad to watch, not to mention 10 from uh, 10 to 27 from the field. Uh, they, they will, they have zero room for error. The rest of the series, they cannot afford uh, arguably the most efficient score of all time to shoot anywhere close to less than 50%. They need 50% or better from this point on. Uh, yeah. Spot on. So um, I don't know. Massive concerns. Chris Paul is out, like, out the next week. He could miss three, four, five, I believe of this series. So man, a team with absolutely zero depth is going to be tested even more. I'm, I've always been kind of a campaign believer. These last couple games are making me think that I've been wrong all along, but also he will get a damn chance and it will be at home to step up and see if he can deliver this man. His, you know, he's almost Tyus Jones esque. He's been like a, a, well, he was drafted to be a starter, um, but it never quite panned out, but he, he car- carved himself out a really nice role as the somewhat of a six man and, and definite backup point guard to Chris Paul. And then the postseason came and this man just vanished and, um, if they want any shot at winning this, they need they need big time minutes from campaign. I mean, I'm talking 38 minutes, uh, 18 points, eight assists, something, something. Get this team going. Get this man DeAndre Ayton some touches down low. It doesn't necessarily have to be hero ball with Durant and Booker. I know they technically don't have great depth, but you your depth can't succeed if they're never given a chance to. And and Booker and Durant were just so so awful and. Uh, it felt like selfish in that fourth quarter. They didn't look to pass at all, dude. Double team, they would still shoot over that shit. Terrible, terrible shots over and over and over again, which led to a 14-point quarter and a 10-point loss. Uh, I believe they entered the fourth quarter winning by two or three, um, and they just their, their offense was so stagnant. They had four guys standing still while either Durant or Booker just tried to do everything and uh, they gotta find a way. There's there's okay players on this team. Schmidt's okay. Ross is okay. Warren's okay. Payne is okay. Let these guys be okay. Don't let them be non-factors. Let them be like decent. Uh, it, they don't need to dominate, but they also need to exist. And they haven't even let them exist. So, uh, man, we're we're gonna this team's gonna be tested big time. Uh, losing losing Paul is so big. But I don't know. Maybe it'll play to play to their strengths at the end of the day. We we will see. But game three will will be so so interesting. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Another thing that I meant to say earlier. One thing that worries me about Phoenix is they don't shoot threes. And if you look at all the numbers, three pointers is what a key factor in winning games. And like if you take more three point attempts, like again, I don't work for the NBA and I don't look at all the numbers like other guys, but there's a reason Joe Mazzola swears by shooting as many three pointers as possible. You know, it's like, I just feel like this is a little bit of solid math here. Three points is more than two points. Whoa. Yeah. You're welcome. Maybe I should work for the NBA. Maybe you should. I I don't know if anybody's ever broken it down the way you specifically just did. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, like in the game one, they shot, they shot five threes in the first half shot. Like that's absurd. I shoot five threes and a half in my pickup games. Give me that. <laughs> there you go. I miss most of them, but I shouldn't. But it's like, I, I just don't know. Like, it's the same concept to me when Minnesota tried to pair up the two giants. I just like, I don't know if that style is going to translate to winning big in the NBA. But we'll see. Go Nuggets. I got Go Steak Dinners. Like, go Steak Dinners. That's right. I got uh, it, piggyback on what Dolan said here is that uh, I, I don't. You'd have to think that Durant's not going to come back out and shoot 35, 36% from the field again. Uh, but if he does, I mean, there's no hope for this this Suns team at all, especially with Chris Paul out. It's it's pretty wild. I 
I cannot believe when I when I was doing research for this game for my bets. I mean, every all the numbers on my side said, Mandy, the the Nuggets uh, are going to get absolutely torched here by this Suns team. And fair play to him, man. I mean, Jokic did like it's like Dylan said, didn't play well game one, played phenomenal game two. I mean, it was just back and forth with 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 Jokic and Booker, man. It was so much fun to watch. Uh, this Nuggets team is interesting to watch. Suns team could be very good. Dylan might be right. There's not many times that. You see uh, in midseason, guys, you know, teams sell their soul for one player and it actually work out. Usually it takes another year. The Suns team actually does need depth, especially when you got guys like Chris Paul going out. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Hopefully uh, I get that steak dinner, not Dylan, but Dems the breaks. Dylan, any thoughts left on this series? I'm all set, man. Uh, we, we need way, way more team-oriented basketball. I know their depth isn't great, but you got to give these these guys a chance to be decent. Decent's really all they need. Every other team's letting their role players be role players. They're not even letting their role players do that. They're yeah. they're they're not letting their role players do anything. So, um, you know, they got to give their guys a, a, a chance to step up. Like I said, if you find MPJ's points at fifteen and a half, smash that under. Uh, let's move on. Uh, you want to do the post up parlay? You want to do this or that? Let's do parlay. Parlay. That's what I was going to say. Let's do the parlay. Up next is the uh, seventh annual. Fuck off, Dylan. Uh, post up parlay. I've been saying uh, annual every single time. I guess that's on me. Uh, I'll figure that out. But the seventh uh, post up parlay. You still to say I did. I was so quick. I was quick with it. Uh, the seventh post up parlay that will be dropping. I will start because I have the uh, the Celtics and Philly game. I'm going to take the safe option here and feel like Embiid has a bounce back game uh, at home against the Celtics. Embiid over. 25 and a half good deal dylan, dylan you want to go and fire off next yeah i'll go uh dolan iron since uh we don't have michael doesn't have a dog in the first game dolan and i are taking the nuggets uh sons game i'm gonna go kcp Tavius carwell pope over 1.5 threes nice nice i'm gonna I love go that Jamal i'm actually Murray. gonna take that straight sorry michael say again i said i'm gonna take that straight up uh, on on the side i love that play Nice. Uh, I'm going to go Jamal Murray over 23 point. I'm jeez, 23 and a half points. Uh, so if you parlay this together, so this will end up being a same game parlay plus on Fanduel at plus six zero four. So if you put ten dollars on this, you'll win sixty dollars and forty four cents. Consider uh, it done. Yeah, we need to hit one of these boys. So this we need is- to hit one. We missed so, like we were so close last week. Two weeks. Freaking two points. We missed by two points last week, and Jokic left the game early, didn't he? He did. Why is that, Dylan? With like four minutes left. Why is that, Dylan? I don't know why. Because Jokic doesn't play the end of games. There's a running joke between uh, Dylan, Dolan, and I that we keep fucking around with Dylan that Jokic doesn't play the end of games. He gets pulled all the time. But we were going to hit one of these. Play that with us if you do screenshot it send us send it to us at the post up use the hashtag post up parlay let's have some fun with this let's win some fucking cash let's move on to this or that huh boys let's do it Here's i'm gonna start michael go ahead and start you go ahead and start michael. Michael, go ahead and start. Go ahead and start, michael. go ahead and start michael yeah. <laughs> this is probably terrible pie everybody in their ears like these shut the these two doofuses shut up even me right. recording with you guys, I'm sitting here wishing you'd shut up. <laughs> hey, no one's talking right. to you, Dylan. Which career would you rather have? Chris Paul's or Russell Westbrook's? 
the point god or the triple double king? Wow. Tough, man. Well, if the Lakers win this year, Russ, I guess, will have a ring. I need awesome. to actually I need to hit on that. I That's I'm awesome. not even kidding. I fucking love that. Because if if you're Russell Westbrook, right? And uh if you're sitting there going and if you're Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly, because I saw this thing whole thing, uh you don't get these pieces unless they're on the team that you can trade to get the pieces you have now. I love that. I love that banter. Send them boys a ring. Which which career would you rather have? CP3 or Russell Westbrook? Mm. Tough, man. Uh, I, I'm going to go Russ. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Russell. And this is actually, this might be the hardest one I've come across yet. This is a, this is a wonderful question. I'd love to hear some of our listeners opinions on this one. Um, I'm going to go Russ at his peak. Um, it was just, it was so fun to watch and it was so different than anything we've ever seen. We've, we've watched a lot of guys average 10 assists, uh, a game over the course of their career, like Chris Paul did not to discredit Paul in, in any way. And, uh, but you know, we've seen plenty of guys play that Chris Paul, Chris Paul role. Um, I mean, barely anybody alive's ever seen the things that Russell Westbrook was doing. So, um, he's got an MVP to his name. Chris Paul doesn't have that. Uh, you know, he's, they, they both have, I guess their postseason careers overall, or you can kind of look at them as somewhat of a failure. So that is almost a wash. So I guess just regular season wise, dude, prime Russ was was unlike anybody I've ever seen. I got to go that route, Dylan. We lost you a bit, Dolan. Uh, at the end there, I think we lost Dolan a bit there, huh? Okay. Regular season wise, and then it glad cut you're out. okay, Dolan. We were worried about you. Yeah, <laughs> shit, I'm good. Uh, regular season wise, we've never really seen anything quite like Russ, and uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go the Russ route, dude. The the triple double king, uh, the the one time MVP. Uh, I'm gonna go and take his career. Dylan, Russ does not get to a finals but has the MVP. Chris Paul gets to a finals, but otherwise Dolan is spot on. Their their postseason career has been a bit underwhelming. Which one do you like here, dude? Um, it's a hard one. Like, I'm a big, big Russell Westbrook fan. A lot of me wants to go Russell Westbrook, but I think that if you just – break it down like obviously what Westbrook did uh as an MVP was insane averaging triple doubles absurd but to me I think Chris Paul like Russell Westbrook's always had some sort of like weight over him like he's always had so much negativity around him I don't think he is a, the leader and, and it's hard to say that but I, th I think I'm gonna go Chris Paul he has more all-star games he's been doing it for longer I mean i I don't ever remember a point, even though Westbrook won MVP, that we were arguing if Westbrook was the best point guard in the league. And Chris Paul has been, was arguably the best point guard in the league for a while, for a long time. And like I said, he's the point guard. And the traditional, I mean, Westbrook obviously has averaged 10 assists, but when it comes to just running an offense and leading a team, I don't think there's a better player, at least of our generation, uh, like this current generation of active players that has run a team the way that Chris Paul has been doing it for as long. So just for the sheer respect of just like quality, respectful basketball and just a better reputation. And Michael, I'm sure you agree with this because you're such a big Chris Paul fan, but I'm going to go Chris Paul. Nice. I do. It's hard because it's really hard because of the MVP. That's the only thing. If you take the MVP out of the mix, then I think it's Chris Paul hands down, but yeah. Westbrook has the MVP. So that, and he, 
a well-deserved MVP at that. Well-deserved. And the the public would probably go with Chris Point right. God. Yeah. You know? Like that's but Russell Westbrook's career, I think, is is looked at as I don't know, a bit down for some reason. And I, I, just, I got a lot of love and a lot of respect for Russell Westbrook, man. I think he's a great, great player. But yes, if you are listening, please get involved uh in this. Go follow us at the post up. Let us know what you think about this one. Let's move on to the next one. I thought this was really good when I when I thought about it. I don't think it really is anymore. Sorry to absolutely bury it before I send it out. Yikes. Uh Miami Heat players. More important, I don't know about more important or which one was uh which one do Heat fans really love more? I guess Shaq or Jimmy Butler. This is so. How do you even come up with this one? Shaq won a title, but Jimmy Butler seems like the Miami Heat man right now. Dang, this is Dylan. You want? I started yeah, last I'll one. You want yeah, to I'll go. I think it's Jimmy Butler. Like when you say Shaq. You don't think Miami Heat. You just don't. You don't. You don't. And granted, Jimmy Butler has played for a couple teams, but still, like you, like Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler is like, like you say Jimmy Butler, you think Heat. Like, and who knows where his career, he could get traded this season and play him do great somewhere else too. But Shaq was just so dominant for, I mean, he was dominant, what, for three teams? Like when he was himself, he had some good years with Phoenix, but not like the force he was with Orlando la and miami yeah his dominance kind of fell off in the when he got to miami he he was really really good for one year and then started to at least age a little bit he was still pretty damn good sorry Dylan, go ahead yeah i mean i have to go jimmy and jimmy jimmy's got this like aura around him too where it's just what he's doing and it's also way easier to say that now because of what we're watching jimmy butler do but i think it's jimmy and and for like i said for the main reason is when you say Shaq, you don't think you miami heat I'm stunned at that. I really was. When I thought about these, I was like, you know, I thought I thought this was a good question at first, but I thought it'd be a landslide, Shaq. So I'm I'm surprised you came out, Jimmy Butler, because again, Shaq won the uh, won the title with D Wade, uh, but Jimmy Butler, it, it does. I mean, he started out in Chicago, goes to Minnesota, heads over to to Philly, and then down to Miami, and you just feel like, you know, it, it just seems like Jimmy Butler is a is a Miami Heat player this whole time. It's weird to think that I I, you know, the fans for a long time remember his 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 journey so far, but. It just feels like Jimmy Butler is the Miami Heat guy. But Dolan, go ahead. What do you think? Shaq or who's – I don't know the real question to this, but who is more important to the Heat or who's uh, – it's Jimmy Butler or Shaq. I, I, I don't know the real question for here, but it's it's. I feel like it's a good comparison of their two careers, especially if Jimmy Butler keeps carrying this Heat team the way he has been. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, – I'm actually – I hate to do it. I'm going to agree with Dylan. I'm going to go Jimmy Butler because um, if you think of that – uh, you know, if you think of that postseason, Dwayne Wade, man, that had to be one of the best postseasons of any individual player I've ever watched in my life. Um, obviously, Shaq was there for it. He played well during that postseason. But, um, you know, I, when I think of that period of the Heat, Shaq doesn't really, you know, it, Shaq is, you know, the second or third guy, that, I guess it, pretty comfortably the second guy that comes into my head, but he's definitely not the first. Whereas, like, this is this is the Jimmy Butler era of the Heat. There was never necessarily a Shaq era of the Heat, if that makes any sense. I'm kind of almost making up an era. Uh, but, um, you know, it was, it was the Dwayne Wade era that Shaq played in. Uh, this is the Jimmy Butler. I mean, Shaq was the number two option. Jimmy Butler's the, the the one, two, and the three, basically, for this team right now, it feels like. So, um, I don't know. 
I, I will I won't be naive and act like there there, there might be a little recency bias in this one because yeah for sure those I mean we're talking tw- almost twenty years ago with the, with these Shaq Heat teams Shaq's career is way better than Jimmy Butler's that's not what I'm asking yes, here. Yes, I'm yes, talking yes. just that's, Miami Heat yeah yeah that's blatant yeah, wait very, you think very Shaq blatantly. is better than Jimmy Butler that's what I said <laughs> yeah book that wow, yeah that's a bold that's a bold call there Michael yeah yeah. yeah. I, I won't I won't act like recent recency bias might not be a factor here, but I I am gonna go Jimmy. Um he just he just embodies what the Heat are all about. He's he's the perfect Miami Heat player right now. And the way he stepped up this postseason uh has me feeling a certain way and has me kind of back in that thought process. It's like Jimmy Jimmy's he he could cement himself as a Heat legend. No, their their stands are pretty high. They, they you know he's he's probably going to need a title to 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 become that uh, or to to get to that level. But he's got time. Um, obviously, Shaq doesn't really have any time left. He only played uh, four seasons with Miami in the last two years that he was there. He barely even played. So it it almost feels like a blip on Shaq's radar. The, the Heat era, whereas Jimmy Butler's career, like you know, when I look back. I'd imagine when we think of Jimmy Butler's career, we'll probably remember what we've watched these last couple of weeks uh, over anything. Whereas when we think of Shaq's career, man, uh, Miami's so far down the list. So uh, really interesting, thought-provoking question. I'm going to go Jimmy Butler here. Love that. I actually love that because I, when I thought about this, I thought Shaq would win in the landslide because for me, when I think of players that have played for the Heat, you know, LeBron James and Shaq are the best two that come to mind respect for chris bosh dylan loves chris bosh but shaq and lebron are the best two that ever played but the greatest heat players of all time might just be Dwayne wade and jimmy butler it's uh it's an interesting one all right last one for the day and then we'll wrap up here lebron james retires goes into the hall of fame what teams he go in as Mm. lakers heat Cavs. not the heat what not the heat. I, I, no, well, I'll go. I already have my answer, so I'm going to go and blur it out. It's got to be Cleveland. Yeah, it's got to be. Gotta it's got to be. It's where he started. I bet it's where he finishes, but Bronny might complicate that a little bit depending on where he ends up. But uh, this will uh, let me very, very briefly change the subject. If Bronny gets drafted by like OKC, Bron's not going to OKC, is he? Oh, I, for sure. I Are they going to force their hand and make him trade, Bronny? I don't know. I don't know. But he's LeBron gotta, James. He's going to do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's true. It, it's got to be Cleveland. It's- let me let me answer that real quick, Dolan. I, I think that I, from everything that LeBron has said, and that's the only thing I'm going off because it's the man himself that he has constantly talked about that he wants to finish his career playing with his son the way you know the Griffies did in baseball, and I think that he's got it set. He set himself up to where. When Bronny gets drafted, LeBron will be able to walk to whatever team that is and play with this kid. So if Bronny gets drafted to fucking Indiana, LeBron James is suiting up for the Pacers. I think book this now on May 4th, 2023, whatever team Bronny James gets drafted to, LeBron James will be rolling to. Go ahead, Dolan. Do you think, sorry, do you think that oh, you're good. it, like this raises, regardless of his skill, raises Bronny's draft? For like, sure, and I for sure because and regard even if LeBron James is like not dominant anymore, it's still going to put butts in seats regardless. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I, I, credit to Bronny because uh, in like his crazy. early high school years, I, I wasn't really seeing it that much. I, I truly think, um, you know, I, I I see a lot of people out there argue the only reason he's his we even know his name is because of his dad. 
Um, I'm not so sure about that. I think he's actually developed into a really, really good prospect. Um, and you know, I, I, I was curious throughout a lot of his high school careers, like, is this guy even going to be a pro? I, I do think, um, I, I do think he at least deserves the shot, but dude, that'll be the most complicated draft pick of all time. That'll be, that might be sure. the most historic draft pick in NBA history. Whoever takes Bronny, you get, you get two players. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's gonna Could be possibly absolutely possibly. insane. We're we're you Michael, you said you said May something 2024? 2023. I said May 4th, 2023. That I believe that I said on May 4th, 2023 oh, book it oh, that oh. I believe that LeBron James will go to whatever team his son gets drafted to. That's what yes, I yes. Okay, I'm with you. I see, I see. I thought you were predicting keep the, up, the you idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh what what were we talking? Oh yeah, Cleveland. He, he's going to he he's going to be uh, entered entered into the Hall of Fame as a Cleveland Cavalier, in my opinion. I agree, Dylan. I agree. What you said? I thought you said Heat. I said not the Heat. Yeah, he said not. Oh heat. oh oh. I think, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you said the Heat. I'm I'd sorry. say the, I, I'd say if Cleveland wasn't in the picture, I'd say the Heat over L.A. Which is oh, actually yeah. that might even be a pretty easy. I think that's. I don't think I so. think that's I think blatantly so. clear. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I love that topic. I right think there. I think he's got a lot of loyalty to LA just because of the lake because it is the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that I, I think know. that's his. Uh, that's why he went there is because he wanted to play for. That's why he's gonna him and Bronny are gonna be in the Celtics. He wants to play off for the best organizations. I don't think so. no, I don't think so. I think he went to the Lakers because he could get movie roles. I think yeah, that's why he went he to LA, and the Lakers are bigger than the Clippers. I think that's why. I think I think it's because of the organization. I think he respects the organization. I think it's uh, bigger because they're in LA. I think because they're in LA. I think it's I respect that. I think it's because they're in LA and he could do more things outside of basketball. But I mean, I agree I with that even too. Said those words, huh? I feel like LeBron even said that himself. Like, yeah, I he mean, might I mean, have. Yeah, I love I mean, the big LeBron fan. I love this guy, so I know everything he said. I mean, I just think I think that the whole history the Lakers have has makes, and he wants to be a part of that. I think that's why it would be second. He wants to be part of the Lakers history. I th- I think it's LeBron James Heat over LeBron James Lakers every single day. Go ahead. The, the, the best the best version of LeBron we've ever seen was year two and three of of uh, the Heat team. LeBron that that was the best version of LeBron we ever watched. Um, that's where he won. Uh, you know, two of two of his four rings that he has right now. That's I mean, which is the most on any team of his career. So, um, I think Cleveland's where it all started. It's where he went back. He got them them champion or got them a championship. Um, it's where, you know, he was born in Akron, I believe same as Steph Curry, oddly enough. Uh, but yeah, I think Cleveland is, is the definite answer and, uh, not that it matters, but I think the number two option would be Miami, but I think it's interesting that Dylan says LA. We are running this show a little bit later than we'd like. Appreciate everybody listening. Great show, boys. Great show. Always solid stuff from both of you. We are going to wrap this up. Appreciate everybody listening every single week. Keep tuning in. Find us on all your podcasting platforms. Come follow us at the post up on Twitter. Dolan, where can the people find you at, my man? At Ryan Props with a Z on Twitter. With a Z. Dylan, where can the people find you at? At Dillbond00. Celtics fans, go follow Dylan Bond. Hang out with him. Talk about how the Celtics could possibly be the best team to ever suit them the fuck up. My name is Michael Willis. You can find me at Carefree Willis on Twitter. Again, appreciate everybody for tuning in every single week. Come hang out with us. 
everywhere you get your podcast follow us on the uh follow us on twitter at the post up boys get involved in our this or that series if you do join in on the post up parlay screenshot it send it to at the post up boys on twitter and use the hashtag post up parlay appreciate every single one of you that's it boys yes sir see you all next week later Later.